0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 30 Take, where we talk all things Major League Baseball. Here's Kyle Corwin and Nate Reyes.
1: It all
0: starts right now.
1: Welcome back to the 30 Take, presented by SeatGeek. This is episode 409. I'll be your host, Kyle Corwin, and I'm here with my co host, Nate Reyes.
0: Night. What up, party people? Dude, what a. What a. Just, uh, I, I don't think people get it when they're listening. If you've never made a podcast or attempted to make a podcast, the beauty of a technical, like a technically sound episode, just a flawless episode.
1: Few and far between.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I wish. I wish it was just a regular thing. I wish we had a production team that was just like, hey, sit down. We got this. Speak your mind. just,
1: Just to give you people an idea, this is coming from the guy that gets on, has the conversation and dips and and he's getting nothing else he's getting frustrated (laughs) with the technical stuff so you can only imagine like the full scope dude it stinks because i i run into my fair share of editing issues and it's you're right it's boy yeah not fun but here we are uh i feel like we always we always throw that out there from time to time like yeah we had these tech issues and people like have no clue or they don't care yeah they don't care basically what happened today as we were trying to cord is the, the intro audio wouldn't play. And it's kind of like, technically I could edit it in and it'd be fine, but like, you got to get the, ju- we at least got to get the juices flowing a little bit. Cause you're going to hear it regardless, right? The classic, the infamous intro. But we need to hear a little bit just to kind of, and then you know, maybe
0: some fun stuff to sprinkle in. That wouldn't have worked either, so we got to make sure the fun stuff is good to go too.
1: Yeah, I mean, you're like if if the soundboard wasn't working, you wouldn't be able to to hear this.
0: That's not me, folks. That's a button
1: so, or or this. It's a long drum roll. That is a long drum roll. A little little much. Um. We got some things to get into today, but first some, Three uh, O three take housekeeping, uh, again, wanted to thank you all, uh, who have joined the Facebook group that I started through the, through the Three O take page the other day. So it's not like if you, if you're following the Facebook page, that's one thing, but like, sort of through the Facebook page, I created a Facebook group for people to just, you know, hop in there, talk some ball, get yeah. updated on what's happening in, in, in the game. It's called uh, Today in Baseball. It's pinned at the top of the Facebook page. So if you're looking for a place to talk some ball with some other baseball fans, get to know some people. uh, Feel free to jump on in. Uh, Also, uh, for a limited time, don't know how long it's going to stick around. The uh, merch is back. we got some shirts up. The link is in the bio on Instagram, on Twitter, I believe. Uh, so you can check that stuff out. Got some, got a couple shirts in there. It might be adding a little bit, but limited time. I don't know if it'll stay up forever. Um trying to think anything else. If you're not watching on YouTube, then. Figure oh, it yes. Out. Oh, so uh, that's what it was. Thank you. Update on YouTube. I said, I want to get 2000. I want to get 2k by the end of 2024. As of right now, where it's, uh, 750. 7- 50, 750. So, subscribe to the YouTube if you haven't already. Yeah, get your grandma to subscribe. Get your grandma to subscribe. Get your coworker that you hate to subscribe. Get your mailman. You go out, exchange exchange pleasantries. He hands you the mail. You say, "Hey, you following the three take? If you snag an Amazon
0: guy, then you get him to subscribe. I mean, that guy's driving all day. You know, you know,
1: there you go. Yeah. Recommend if you can catch them. I mean, they're, they're here and gone. In, yeah, I know you share them for that second, weird backup
0: so. reverse sound. Yeah. Very Sounds strange. like a, like a dying bird.
1: Very, very strange. Um, speaking of dying birds, uh, Anthony Rendon, mm. the guy stinks. Just an anti baseball guy. The guy hates baseball. Yeah. And when I saw when I saw the headline populate, when I got the notification, my mind immediately went to that that scene in SpongeBob where the guy was like, "Oh brother, this guy stinks." <laughs> That's exactly what I thought when I saw that about Anthony Rendon because it it's frustrating to me that. I, on more than one occasion, as recently as the start of this past season, 2023, mm-hmm. because that that's when the Oakland stuff went down, right? The incident with the fan was that that was like at the start of 2023. Yeah. Was it not? Yeah. As recently as 2023, I've defended this guy, but I, I can no longer. I I can no longer. Good. The bum list Join is, the mob. Uh, is being shaken up a little bit. We're going to go ahead and add Anthony Rendon to that list because I can't, I can't take it with this guy anymore. He, He's single-handedly sabotaging, almost seemingly willingly sabotaging his, his career, his image, uh, the way baseball fans have perceived him up to this point. It, it's he's trashing it. And ba- basically, like I said, basically on purpose, I don't, I don't get it. Dude's lost. He's definitely lost. I uh, will get
0: into the comments because you got the clip, but I'm starting to wonder. Like, do do you think the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, California, LA, West yeah. Coast, LA, mm-hmm. yeah? Do, do you think they even have conversations with these stars before offering them? everything like any conversations whatsoever because th- it's starting to get like a weird trend of dudes. i don't know man I, I get that this is bad luck i get that this is i understand that i go back
1: and but forth like, on. i'm
0: not giving out this much money if i even have the smallest sense of someone saying they don't really like this game
1: Yeah, but like you gotta you gotta go back. Like I and I was thinking about this today as I was kind of prepping my my thoughts and my notes for this episode, knowing we're gonna talk about this. I I I won't say vividly remember, but I I sort of remember the conversation we had when he signed with the Angels. And it was a conversation that a lot of people were having, a question that people were asking about why he would choose to go to LA or Anaheim, Los Mm -hmm. Angeles, California, LA, Anaheim, Disneyland. Um, and if you remember, he said something to the effect of, I'm a family man. I want to be with my family more. And, and people are like, well, then why would you go there? And I remember it just being really confusing. But even then, at the time, I wasn't like writing the guy off. I was like, I mean, the decision making seems a little bit fuzzy. I'm not trying to rewrite history. I may have said something completely different, but looking back on it, I'm going, eh, even with what we knew to the, up to that point, yeah, the guy seemed all right. I mean, he's he's coming off an uh, an awesome year. They they win the the title in DC. I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna say he got way too much money. Cause at the time I was like, you know, he deserves a hefty contract. Maybe he, at maybe the time
0: much. was like a top, at least a top 10 third baseman.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sure he was making our list that we were putting together at that point. Not that yeah. ours is, you know, right. the Bible by any stretch, but you know, we were, we were doing a, a good amount of, <laughs> we were doing a good amount of research. <laughs> and I think we, you and I both felt that, you know, he belonged up there, but I saw, I was reading this comment today on one of, dozens of posts that that uh, I came across about his comments recently, which we'll get into, but it was, uh, I'm paraphrasing, but the, the person was essentially asking, like, are we going to investigate how Anthony Rendon went from one of the most likable players in baseball when he was with the Nationals to becoming one of the most unlikable now that he's with the Angels? Mm. Like, what hap- Like, what yeah. transpired between... Shifting coast to coast, like what happened? I've, I don't know.
0: I was going to say something, but I didn't want it to be divisive in any way. <laughs> Let me guess it's
1: something about California. Is it something about California? Because I was kind of thinking uh, the same thing, if yeah. I'm being honest. I was yeah. kind of, that's kind of where my head Like, we're
0: all kind of thinking it. I think there's a reason a lot of people are leaving. I think even Californians uh, are thinking it. We won't say it, but they're thinking it. They're thinking uh, it. Yeah, I don't know, dude. Maybe it's when he cut his hair.
1: You know, it's that's a good point. It's the probably The pirate com- look was kind of a move. It was. It was. It's probably a combination of moving to California, having to make a drastic change with your hair. Um playing like Six games mm-hmm. since you've been out there, being yeah. hurt all the time, losing Shohei to the team that you play, like from the team that you play for.
0: What? What was something? he did something weird last year too? Like the end of the season, he
1: had a weird. Oh, it was the freaking! It was the the they were trying to the the reporters down the street. I think it was. Oh, he like
0: said he had a broken leg or something, right?
1: They were at. Well, they were asking him questions about like updates. Like, dude, we haven't heard from you in. Yeah. Days like weeks like what's the deal? And the angels yeah. were wait was it the was it him? Where they said that he was playing with like a broken leg yeah, or something. That's what I'm that saying. That was him. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Or now he said that. Together. I don't think the angels said that. I think he said it. And the angels oh, were that's like, right. And then. Uh- <laughs> And then he was like, I don't know why they wouldn't report that. Like why my team wouldn't make that public. But yeah, yeah, that's kind of the deal. Okay. Okay. Now they're all coming together. The thing that I was thinking of, which I think was related to that, was when they were trying to get an update from him and he hit the reporters with the, the, the infamous, uh, no habla inglés.' And I'm like, dude, that's what that was. Come on. What What are we we doing, man? What are we doing? So bringing it full circle here all of all of this leading up to uh this week or this weekend i don't exactly know when the when the story or the interview broke uh it was from a segment from the jack avita show i want to make sure i give proper credit there uh but he uh jack was asking him uh well actually no i think i think the audio includes the the full thing here so i'll just let me just see if i can play it here
0: If you could change one thing about Major League Baseball, if I gave you that power, what would you do? (laughs) I'm going to say something very lighthearted so I don't get in trouble when I get the spring training. Uh, So I'm going to give you all an Anthony Rendon answer. Um,
1: (laughs) The first of the day, hopefully. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Uh, We got to shorten the season, man. It's too many dang games. 162 games in 185 three days whatever it is. Man, no, <laughs> we got to shorten this bad boy up.
1: Let's go, my brother. You're four years into a seven year, 245 million dollar contract, and you've played 200 games. What do you even know about the length of a full season? Yeah, how, you how can you how are you <laughs> jockeying for a shorter season when you haven't seen a full season? Yeah. I mean, what in your entire career? Yeah, what's you've the enjoyed. Most this
0: you've enjoyed not having to deal with the full season. So why are you complaining about it? Also, what like it's? What's one thing you would change? That's what comes to mind.
1: That's what I'm saying. One the first thing. time, the first time I heard that, I go you knowing your back your backstory here knowing all of the things you and I just talked about that have led up to this interview that you're you're currently involved in Anthony Rendone of all the things you could have said that's what you go with yeah i mean i get it you you don't want to you don't want to say something about the commissioner necessarily cuz you're i mean yeah you're, you're kind of that guy but you're not like you're not like a Trevor May where you're just going to call it like it is a guy like that or, or anything You're also not,
0: don't say you're lighthearted about it either.
1: Yeah. Don't try to like, don't try to cushion the blow here, Anthony. Lighthearted is like when we
0: say like we should have home run derby with tennis balls and in, you know, the big Mac bat. Like that's, that's lighthearted. Don't say it's like, this is a legitimate. You're obviously complaining about this throughout your career. So don't say it's like, oh, it's a lighthearted thing. Like, no, dude, like we're giving you an option to change one thing and you immediately go there. What a ween. That
1: guy stinks. Like, if you would have said, if you would have, honestly, if he would have prefaced it with, I'm going to say something lighthearted and said just about anything else, I'd have been like, okay, <laughs> haha but knowing the knowing the back history there knowing the fact that he just has all but made it clear that he hates baseball and that he's just trying to collect a check which is another thing like you say you want a shorter season but you don't have any problem keeping the right. taking the check like yeah. I don't see any discussion about prorating your your check because again we're 4 years into it And you've played 200 games.
0: Yeah. He did actually have a pretty healthy stretch from 16 to 19.
1: Yeah. And then what was it? What was it from 2020 on? I mean, you had the 60 game season 2020. You had 52 games in 2020, 58 games in 2021, 47 games in 2022, and 43 games in 2023. So as bad as that stretch has been, you're actually coming off of the shortest season that you've played <laughs> since 2020. like if you if it was trending upwards, I'd be like, okay, like, haha, like yeah, I mean still lacks complete self-awareness, but like I guess I could take it a little lighthearted, but you literally of those four, te- in fact of every season you've played in your career, the fewest games you've ever played, you played more games in a 60 game season than you did last year. So, probably not the best time to be dropping this, I especially just, considering your team just lost Shohei and we all know the Angels are in shambles right now.
0: Yeah. And like I I don't know, dude. I'm I'm just of the mindset like there's there's kids like underneath you in the farm that would kill for an opportunity not to have your paycheck but just to have like written into the starting lineup regularly when healthy like an opportunity to go play the full season. It's so out of touch. It's like, yeah, this was a mistake. This was a big, of all the mistakes you've made, of all the stupid comments you've made over the last few years, this one ranks up there for sure.
1: I mean, I got to give it to the people that were – calling him out after that incident with the fan in oakland mm-hmm. they're like this is who this guy is and i'm like i i don't i, genuinely I yeah, don't I think so i know but now it, it makes you wonder like the thing i'm not I, hear me out i'm not justifying berating players from the stands like i don't care sure. how much you pay for your ticket like that doesn't give you the right to just say whatever you want to these guys i firmly believe that and will forever believe that i don't care if you if the price of your ticket hit four digits. I don't yeah. care. Doesn't doesn't justify that. But it makes you wonder if there's some validity to the things that, not all, but some of the fans Did that who fan are letting know. him hear it. Did he know? Maybe he knew something we
0: didn't. What was the, so the the Karabas tweet um, in response to this, nobody hates baseball more than one of the game's highest paid players who gets paid not to play. And then you're like, mm, I don't know. Carabas is basically a super fan, but he's made his way into locker rooms, so maybe he knows a little bit. And then, bang, confirmed by your by your boy.
1: And then you had uh, you had Papelbon. In response to that, he said, "I can definitely confirm Carabas here played with Rendon and literally hates baseball." Yeah, it's long. Isn't that what you signed up for? Just tell the team you want to play half the season and give back half your salary. That's kind of what I'm saying.
0: I, and- I'm i sorry, dude. The second it's confirmed from a former teammate, it's like I... As polarizing as uh, I think Papa Bond could be. Yeah. Because we've seen his run-ins with teammates, but still... This uh, I don't know. I think it kind of hits home.
1: I like just I just like live reaction to what I'm seeing as I search Anthony Rendon. Shout out Addison Yankee World. Big big uh big fan of that account. He <laughs> quote tweeted a, a post that said FanGraphs is projecting Anthony Rendon to play 133 games in 2024 and Addison says Anthony Rendon doesn't even think Anthony Rendon is going to play that many <laughs> games. <laughs> uh oh my gosh. And and hear hear me listeners when I say this. I I understand that this is like something a little trivial to be spending this amount of time on, but you have to recognize that like time of year, this, baby. The stove is so cold right <laughs> now. It was it was 13 degrees this morning when I walked outside to walk the dog, and the hot stove is colder than that. So until under, this gets released, just un, exactly, until, you're, yeah. until you're
0: hearing this, then yep,
1: <laughs> you'll drop it. And then Matt Chapman, uh, <laughs> Jordan, Jordan sees, Montgomery, so Blake Snell Montgomery yeah. will have, have signed, Blake Snell yep. will have signed, the White Sox will have that's switch how we their roll. philosophy they say actually we're gonna trade dylan cease in a blockbuster mm-hmm. that's what's gonna happen after we drop because it always does um but yeah it's still like it just was a one-off thing kind of kind of closing the book here on this if this was a one-off comment yeah yeah maybe we shouldn't have spent as much time as we did on it but because this seems to be A building narrative. It's it's a narrative that already exists with this guy. Like we're not we're not just pulling this out of thin air. This has existed with this guy, and this only adds to it. It really begs the question: Is this story, and possibly maybe some things that happen between now and who knows, opening day? Maybe maybe Rendon gets caught up in in some more hot water. Is it? Are we gonna see? rather significant notification hit the hit the phone sometime between now and opening day about the angels have decided to cut ties with anthony rendon they say we're gonna cut our losses and move on are they gonna try to offload this guy in some sort of package deal i don't know i i that's certainly a stretch i'm not saying that they are but like He's not he is not helping his case, especially Mm -hmm. going into a year where the angels are going to need everything they can from this guy, considering who they just lost. So I don't know, man, I'm I'm done with this. I'm all done. I'm all done. I I can't do it with Rendo anymore. I've come to his defense, like I said, but I I, I just can't do it anymore. He's all done. He's dug his own grave and he clearly just doesn't want to be out there anymore. And he's okay. Cash in his check. Loser. That's where it is. Uh, Speaking of cash in a check, Josh Hader five year, $95 million deal with the Houston Astros. You texted me the eye roll emoji. As soon as the news dropped, three of them, (laughs) three of them. (laughs) Um, and my response to you, more or less, was, I'm okay with it. Like I, I, I can't explain why necessarily, but there's just something about, mm, there's something about the Astros beefing up a little bit
0: mm-hmm.
1: to kind of. Uh, Push the knife in a little deeper again just to say, hey, we're not quite done yet. We're still sticking around. And you're enjoying that. Into the sides of the fans who just hate the Astros. Yeah, because look, regardless how you feel about the Astros, regardless how I feel about the Astros, the Astros being at the top of their game, at the top of people's minds for better for worse is good for baseball you could say that about the yankees you could say that about any of the any of the other like major markets houston obviously doesn't necessarily fit into that same mold as the yankees or the the mets or whatever but or the dodgers even but i i like the move one because it it even more so shores up that that back end i mean that the I'm seeing all sorts of posts talking about the game being over, like th- the game's over after the six eight. Which I to to that point I'm like, let's hold our horses. Like this is gonna become instant know. it's gonna become instant meme material if if they start off the gate, start out of the gate a little little slow, a little sluggish in that back end as they're as they find their footing. Yeah. So let's let's not say that their back end is gonna carry them to a World Series just yet. But all that to say, I think this is, I think it's a good move. I i like that the Astros aren't just rolling over to this narrative that's floating around out there about a window closing. Cause I know I've contributed to that. I'm like, how much longer yeah. are they going to ride this out, especially right. with the Rangers doing what they just did? So I don't know. I kind of like it. Uh,
0: I mean, my couple of things to know. Number one, I didn't realize he was only 29. I don't know why he broke into the league it, in 2017.
1: I didn't realize he was with the Astros organization, like in the minors.
0: Weird. All of this is weird. Crazy. Um, uh, Yeah, only 29. I feel like this is, uh, for what you're getting, I don't think it's that bad of a price tag. I mean, what is that, 19 a year?
1: Uh, Yeah, yeah and some change.
0: 19 a year? I mean, that's not. Oh, no.
1: Yeah, 19 flat. Yep.
0: I don't think that's that bad. None of it's deferred, which is interesting. So, like, it, it makes you wonder, like, how they proceed moving forward. You know what I mean? Like, I think Bregman's in a walk year. Um, I don't know if Altuve is in a walk year. But you're starting to get to that point where, like, we talked after, about the yeah. window.
1: Yeah. We talked about the they, window.
0: Like, it you're going to have to start making decisions. And... There's dudes that have to get paid.
1: They're both in a walk here to answer. Questions. Yeah,
0: yeah. So I don't know, man. That just tells you that's like that's 19 less than than what you can put towards. I think you got to kind of make a choice. I bet they only choose one of them. If one of them,
1: well, they paid Alvarez. What did they? What did they pay him again? What was that contract? 115, oh. six, 115.
0: I don't think Kyle Tucker's gotten paid yet, right? No, I think he's in. He's got to be in close. He's he's very close. Uh, Maybe two years of control. Left. Yeah.
1: 2026 will be a free agent.
0: Yeah. So, yep. I mean, it, do you want to wait until 2027 where you get a bid with everyone else? Or do you try to offer an early extension? A lot of these come into play. So, like, this is kind of the I know you keep saying, like, is the window closing? It is. Let's be real. It is closing. Your core is starting to dissolve. Verlander is one year older, so like I don't hate the move. Um, I just I'm I just felt like I liked him elsewhere. I don't know. I was with the I think I was with the whole majority of baseball fans seeing him in 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 a Rangers uniform, but I don't know. It's Just me. Last year, pretty good though. Sixty one games, fifty six in the third innings. Um, only eight earned runs, 85 punchies, 30 walks. So, even when we talk to like talk about how certain closers can kind of have that lull at some point in the season, a little bit of a yippy week or two, still really good. Career two, uh, two five zero ERA, eleven seven war. He's got 165 saves already. So, dude, is dude is good. Um, yeah, I I don't I'm not ready to like say the bullpen is unbeatable. I mean, I remember when these conversations were had when the White Sox added Craig Kimbrell, and we talked about Liam and and Kimbrell being in the back end there. Obviously, that didn't work. Um, I was curious to see like so I did a little digging and if like Ryan Presley was down, and he's pretty old. I didn't realize Ryan Presley's like thirty, thirty five, thirty six. Like he's up he's- there.
1: He's showing some gray.
0: Yeah. Um, But he said it's all good. Him and the GM had a conversation. I read an article saying like the GM was basically, you know, wanted to make sure he was cool with it before moving forward just because of what he's done in Houston and like what he's put in. And Ryan Press is like, dude, do what you need to do. We got to win. So like I'll, I'll accept whatever role. So it seems like he's willingly stepping into that eight, eight, eight spot. But. Here's the thing, dude. Is that like closers are different. Closers are not the same. So, like, you can be willing. You can be willing. You can be a team guy. But when that gear gets shifted down a little bit and you don't have the intensity, you don't have the adrenaline flowing through you the same way in the eighth inning versus the ninth, it's like what? You know, we've seen Ryan Presley be beatable. We've seen him make mistakes. We've seen him go cold. And that's in a closer role where you have to be somewhat of a perfectionist. Some, uh, I would say there are more closers that don't do well in the eighth inning than there are that do. Riddle me that. You know yeah. what I'm saying. Makes so,
1: sense. Yeah, yeah like yeah. How, it brings up a good point. Like how much value and ain't uh, Astros fans will certainly be able to speak to this better. Cause they watch him every what third night or whatever, but like how much value are you really going to be getting out of Presley? Yeah. In the eighth inning. Like I, I just, that's what I say. I, I don't know if I buy that from Presley or really any closer at that point, because they are different. They have a different mentality and for you for for the front office to sit down with him and ask him like, Hey, are you okay relinquishing your ninth inning duties for this other guy that we perceive to be a much greater value than you? I don't know of many people that are confidently and transparently being like, yeah, yeah. Skip whatever, whatever you need. Yeah. Because it's, it's the mentality of doing, like doing whatever it takes to get the win in the ninth. It's that mentality that got you there. So to just throw that to the wind and say, you know what, I don't, I don't really need it anymore. Like I'll, I'll do whatever the team needs me to do. I, I just it that doesn't, that doesn't translate with me. Like it, I
0: think it's kind of it's like almost like a. Like a shortstop losing the shortstop position after a long time.
1: Yeah, like sliding them over to second. Yeah, like that's yeah. a
0: confidence position. That's like a I'm the guy position. So it'll be interesting. But I I was looking into stuff. So just looking at like their current depth chart. Slot, hater in the ninth. Um, Presley in the eighth. And then Montero and, and Abreu, six, seven. Rotate those guys. And I was looking in, I was like, I'm curious to see because everyone's saying like it's lights out from here on out. So I wanted to see, like, well, how lights out were they before Hader? Eh? Eh? Last year, the 356 ERA, which was 18th.
1: Who are we talking about here?
0: The Astros. Oh, okay. 71 home runs allowed which is 20th 225 walks which was 21st their pen. this is their, their pen gave up 22 earned runs in last year's postseason so it's like i i like hater obviously he's the leading the the free agency pool as far as relievers go obviously it's it's a no-brainer but like I don't I wouldn't sit here and say that that automatically makes them the best bullpen in baseball. I'm not ready it, to get on that that boat yet.
1: No, I mean it goes back to the I I think people have this this misconception of the value that they're going to get from Presley where it's like, "Oh, well Presley's right. our guy. but Now we're going right. to slot him into the 8th. You're not going to get that's just the that's the reality of that type of transaction. You're not yeah. going to get necessarily the same value. From a guy like Ryan Presley in the eighth, as you would have gotten in the ninth.
0: But in turn, like, talk about the value of, okay, haters pitched three days in a row. We still need a close. Presley can step into that potentially. So, like, that is nice. But guys like that aren't, like, they're not, they haven't flip flopped their whole career between eighth and ninth and gone on and off between saving games and not. So it's like,
1: I. Well, uh, to to that point, they. They are better suited than I think a lot of other teams sure. would be to sure. to maybe if they needed for like a two week stretch to go closer by committee, especially with the bat with the history, the track record that Hater has of maybe needing his team to go closer by committee while he figures it out. Yeah, at times not not necessarily all the time. Just the,
0: every I think every close there is a week or two. Yeah, sure.
1: But you you look at a guy like Brian Abreu. He I even picked him up in fantasy last year because he slotted in. He's nuts. Uh, he slotted in as their closer when they needed him to. Yeah, to fill don't get the me wrong. A little bit, he's good. Montero
0: did not look good last year. I looked Abreu, him up individually. Rafael Montero yeah. is like a five ERA.
1: Well, Abreu had a one seven five over seventy two appearances, had five saves. So, I mean, like I said, they're I think they're better suited than some other teams, but I know. do concur. I do concur, and.
0: Excuse me, add to the value of having a brand new manager in Joe Spada and like having, I think, just checking that box of like a no-brainer, I can call this guy on every night in the ninth inning, like that's huge. That's huge for a new manager to be able to have. So don't overlook the value of that. I'm just not ready to sit here and say it's automatically the best bullpen in baseball.
1: No, but along those lines, I'm glad that there's still that there are still teams out there that value a traditional closer. Me too, and not a closer by committee. Me too, situation because Me too. you go ahead and try to convince us all you want that it somehow works and that the the analytics prove it. I, look at the best relief pit or cl- closers, to be specific. Look at the best situations mm-hmm. that teams have had in terms of confidence going into the ninth inning. It's when they had one guy, there was one guy that was assigned to that inning when it was. Yeah. He yeah. Mariana right there, right on the back wall. One of the, the best ever do it. Do you think, do you think if the Yankees had a closer by committee all those years, they're going, yeah, we feel we, we like our chances in the ninth. no, right. When he takes the bump, when Enter Sandman hits, it's game over. Yeah. So don't try to tell me that like, oh, we got some guys that they're high velocity guys. They hit their spots and they're swing and miss guys. I don't care. Give me one guy. Cue up the the walkout. One guy that just, just you know,
0: you know what his heartbeat is in that moment. And you can have a committee of guys saying they're willing to do it, but you don't know their heartbeat. I'm all smart move it. though. Smart move.
1: Um, speaking of closers, Aroldis Chapman. Whoa! Breaking news just agrees signed, with uh, Rendon that
0: the season needs to be shortened. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, Aroldis Chapman signed a uh, moments ago. Signed a one-year, ten-point-five million-dollar contract with the Pittsburgh Pirates.
0: It's an overpay, but if you flip him for prospects, genius. If he tanks, because that guy is the ultimate I need mental, I need adrenaline, I need to get fired up to close a game down, you're gonna have inconsistent save opportunities in Pittsburgh with uh not too many people firing you up in the in the stadium. So I, I think I think Aralda Chapman is all done. I'm I'm gonna go out there and say that now. I think the the story of Araldis Chapman is just all done. How old is he? Old enough. <laughs> old enough. I'd give him thirty two. Thirty five,
1: dude. Whoa. Okay. Hold yeah, on. All you were done. writing him off at thirty two? You were under the was. impression he was thirty two and you said he I think we're all done here. I I've Correct. seen what I needed to see. Correct.
0: Yeah. Wow. Even 35, even more. So this is all done. We're all done.
1: Relax, dude. I'm not right. Me
0: of all people. am not, <laughs> I, am not writing all the yeah. world as Chapman. You watch them on a regular basis. I'm telling you, it's, it's all done. <laughs> He's all done.
1: Uh, I mean, I saw my, I watched my fair share of, of Chapman being in the, in the division. Like I, I, I caught my fair share. I, I have a decent understanding of what, inconsistency he provides you at times but i i also know that like he he still got a little bit left in the tank i think we can uh, i think we can acknowledge that and i think the pirates that's the uh, entire reason they made this move because
0: i don't think it's the tank that's the issue it's this that's the issue it's the noggin that guy has an ego bigger than his biceps i'm telling you right now i get it it just doesn't work. You can't drive your it. weird Hummer tank into Pittsburgh the same way. You've seen what he drives, right? That thing.
1: Oh yeah, that's it has a like six wheels tank. Um, I was trying. I was trying to. You mentioned the ego. I was trying to find. Uh. There, there it is. It was. <laughs> It was a tweet he put out July six. I I'll never forget this. I love this so much. And anytime it comes up, I'm gonna reference it. But it was a tweet from July six. This I guess he was with the yeah he was with the Yankees at this point. He's he must have had like a bad stretch. Uh, but he said for all those people that criticize my bad moments, I will tell them that I do not know how. I will tell them that I do not know how my story ends. But in its pages, you will never read quote. I gave up. So I will move on. I still have many wars to win and many mouths to shut up. This was in 2021. And this guy, shout out Jake Weiss, quote tweets and said, dog, we're not asking you to storm Normandy. We just need three hours. <laughs> <adults." laughs> and it just makes me think, and like, I know we just got done talking about like the mentality of closers, and I know they're a different breed, but I, I got to agree with you on that. He, his head goes yeah. to some strange places. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, I uh, as I was saying, I think that's the entire reason the Pirates are doing it. They're they recognize that even with the additions they've made, and I'm not I'm not gonna write off the Pirates necessarily. I think they'll give us another interesting run, sort of like they did this year or this this past season. Sure. Um, which I completely forgot that they added uh Martin Perez, Marco Gonzalez, which I think are intriguing additions
0: it's Um, yeah it's formidable and it's competitive and like that i have to give them credit for like you're gonna compete you're not gonna lay down the way you have been so like i applaud them for that
1: yeah uh but yeah i assuming they end up in the same situation as they do last year where they get to the deadline and they're looking up from the bottom of the division or at whatever point that happened i think it had to have been close to the Deadline, right? If not much earlier. I think it's it earlier. Yeah, yeah it, it didn't was, last very long. No. But they're gonna get to the deadline, and if he's throwing well, which they can only hope is the case, they're gonna flip him for some this names uh, to add to it's the rebuilding. smart.
0: It's like it's the number of you buy enough lottery tickets, right? Like if you have enough of these veterans that you can flip and they turn into a high A, double A, you know, seventh or eighth prospect in someone's organization, like someone's going to, they're going to strike gold with somebody eventually. So keep doing what you're doing, but like, yeah, we got to start building around that core that you're, you're starting it. Like O'Neal Cruz deserves. some support. You know what I mean? Cabrian Hayes deserves some support. Yeah. Uh,
1: My mom's side of the family. A lot of them are pirates fans because they're up in like southwest pennsylvania so they're they're big pirates fans up there and I'll, every time i talk to my uncle about it he's always like it's a great point but he's always like as good as the players that we have in our minor league system as, as good as they are it doesn't matter because we're literally the farm system for all of major league baseball because yeah. we don't pay anybody right so it's like if you're able to what assuming they, they flip him for some minor league guys, that I I doubt they would flip them for or they would flip a guy like Chapman for major league ready players, because why bother at that point if you're flipping them in the first place? Mm-hmm. Assuming you get some names in there and they do blossom into something special, you gotta change your philosophy as an organization and yeah. pay the guys. Like it doesn't matter if you, right. you cash out on some of these lottery tickets. Like you yep. gotta pay the guys. So, yep, yep, yep. <sighs> All that yeah. to say, Earl Chapman to the Pirates. Um, Want to run through this Hall of Fame ballot real quick. The results are dropping Tuesday. So chances are the day that you're listening to this is the same day that the 2024 Hall of Fame ballot will be announced. Uh, We don't necessarily need to do like a deep dive or, or anything because... I'm sure we'll get our fair take of that as the the results become official and we have been for some time now like this is the time of year where you you see names like you know Manny Ramirez, Gary Sheffield, the, these names circulate every time around mm-hmm. this year or every every point of the year that we're in now every time that happens we regurgitate the same conversations yeah you see some percentages bump up you see some percentages fall, but we talk about it nonetheless because this is the part of the year where you don't really have much to talk about. So we're sick in the head. Like I said, we don't need to do, necessarily need to do a deep dive, but um, if you had a ballot and they, I know you don't, well, I mean, unless you want to pull one up, I know it's you probably don't have one pulled up, but if you'd like to pull up the 2024 ballot, I was curious as to your gut take
0: on who you're putting in
1: gut reaction just
0: read through the names i'll go quick i'll give a quick yes or no
1: if you had a vote uh bobby abreu no first time on the ballot jose Batista, no remember you get 10 votes okay. should you need all 10 okay carlos beltran no adrian beltray yes mark burley no Bartolo Colon. No. Adrian Gonzalez. No. Todd Helton. Yes. Matt Holiday. First time on the ballot. No. For the record, first time on the ballot for Adrian Beltre, Bartolo Colon, Adrian Gonzalez. I miss those. Uh, Tori Hunter. Yes. Andrew Jones. Yes. Good. Uh, First time on a ballot, Victor Martinez. No. First time on a ballot, Joe Maurer. Yes. First time on a ballot, Brandon Phillips. No. Love you, B Phil, but no. Uh, Manny Ramirez. (sighs) Mm. Admitted to BED use for for those
0: that care. I gotta say no just because of that, but like numbers wise, of course, just legacy and like, in my mind, I'm like thinking of like, were you the most feared player at your position for a substantial amount of your career? Of course he was. Yeah. It's just it's so hard to say yes with that. Cause I don't feel like opening up that can of worms. So I'll say no
1: with the PED stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a hill I'll die on. Like regardless, people can say what the, what they want about the PEDs, but to me and inherent bias there being with, with the socks for the era that he was, but in my mind, one of the greatest right-handed hitters Uh, of our generation. Yeah. Take the PEDs out of it. The guy's a he's a pure hitter, dude. The dude literally like
0: (laughs) literally played mind games with pitchers and like baited them into pitching certain, throwing certain pitches in certain moments of certain games and taking advantage of it. And would swing intentionally, willingly, looking like an idiot in certain situations to get that pitch later. Absurd,
1: absurd. Just insane. Uh, first time on the ballot, Jose Reyes. No. Alex Rodriguez. No. Francisco Rodriguez. Same, same
0: pretty much sure. copy and paste sure. what you
1: said about Manny. Sure, sure. Francisco Rodriguez.
0: Also PED user, yeah? Did he get popped? Uh, y- I felt like yes. he went through some yes, suspensions. Yes, yes.
1: what did he, he do did you he no? was it steroids yeah possibly yeah p or maybe not i don't know if it's steroids but peds i believe gut reaction no right it's been a minute since we I know. had to talk about him um cool glasses though for sure uh jimmy rollins oh No. The very good haul though. Sure. Uh last year on the ballot, Gary Sheffield. He didn't get in trouble, did he? Yeah. He, he did?
0: Yeah. He admitted to it? Yeah. So hard to keep uh, track now.
1: What year was it? Uh He said he claimed he wasn't aware of the cream he used contained steroids, but he ah. did he did acknowledge it.
0: Hmm, no. I'd like to say yes. Trust me.
1: Yeah, two thousand three. <clears throat> uh gotta be coming up on the end of the list here. Uh James Shields for someone about Or someone about Chase Utley. No. Omar Vizquel. Oh. Part of me wants to
0: say yes, but you can't be just a... I get he's a wizard with the glove, but like... You can't just be super one-dimensional. So I'm going to say no. Billy Wagner. I'm going to say yes, actually. Yep.
1: And David Wright i'm gonna say yes as well close that might that might be a case where i hold I i, I let him ride it out a little bit i, I would ride it out yeah not, i don't think I'm he gets in me. but that puts me at eight what
0: yeah eight guys
1: that are a yes you said carlos beltron no you said no to carlos beltron right i did i said no to that so you got adrian beltray todd hilton yes to Tory Hunter yes to Andrew Jones yes to Joe Mauer I count six and Billy Wagner oh no you said yes to David David, Wright Todd Helton too do you get Todd yeah. Helton in there who am I missing Adrian Beltre Todd Helton Tory Hunter Andrew Jones Joe Mauer oh I missed Andy Pettit
0: damn No, sorry. Love, Andy. Love, Andy. That ball right behind my shoulder is signed by him. Love, Andy. But again, can't admit to that stuff. Can't get caught. Did you say yes to Jimmy Rollins? I said no to Jimmy Rollins.
1: Billy Wagner, David Wright. Yeah, count seven. I don't know. I don't know either. I trust you. Thanks yeah i'm kind of with you i don't know i mean i don't know if i'm putting in that many but your thought process and a lot of that i'm i'm with and it i'm just glad to see we're at the point now where guys that you and i grew up watching are yeah now we can like give an actual opinion on these names yeah yeah like you hear these these writers and stuff talking all the time about like they they were the most feared like you were saying like you alluded to the most feared hitter of, of his era. Like we can say, we can now say that about like guys that we've watched and and can, can vouch for to a degree. So I think from here on out, this will be these, these hall of fame cases will be more fun to. Yeah, for sure. To dive into. Um, I did have, I didn't know where we were going to be because I thought we might be a little um, short on content. Coming into today's interview before or uh, episode before the Chapman stuff dropped, and I added a couple things in. So I actually took some DMs from Instagram, just as a, Love a way to possibly add some content to it, to maybe beef it up a little bit. But are we, we are now we are rapid fire on this. Well, now ironically, we are short on time, so I'm just gonna pick one that I that I okay. liked um, because we still got to get to the Nolan Ryan unbreakable record segment shout out um brendan on instagram asks three hitters and pitchers from the past you'd like to see match up against a player from today right i guess he means against players from today Can I revise can I can I make a petition to revise the question just sure. to keep it simple? Sure. Three pass pitchers against three current hitters.
0: I feel like I like you can't help but think of a left on left situation. I don't know why it comes to mind, but like give me Randy Johnson against Bryce Harper. You know? Like I oh, don't I like it's it. That's an insane at bat and like, a- yeah. yeah, that's yeah. nuts. Give me Nolan Ryan against Nolan Arenado. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the Nolans. Yeah. Uh, give me, how about try this one on for size? How about Pedro mm. prime Pedro versus Jordán Alvarez? I like that. I know it's a right on left, but,
0: but I like that. Power change, yeah. Nasty. Arguably the, the greatest changeup ever.
1: It's it's less about I mean, certainly the talent plays into it there, but it's more about the attitudes going into that AB. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. give me Pedro at his at his peak yeah. and give me your Don when he knows he's the the most dangerous hitter on the planet. Yeah. Yeah. Um oof. I would love that.
0: What's a good ego? It's a crazy ego. Hitter,
1: like current hitter with a crazy ego. Who would you put up, who would you put up against Bob Gibson, a guy that literally didn't care about your well-being whatsoever? I have such a soft spot for Bob Gibson, dude. Guy was a an animal, man. Who who even had a shot against? Who today would he have a shot against Bob Gibson?
0: I don't know. Uh,
1: Let me jog the memory here a little
0: bit. Give me, give me like, yeah, like a super emotional, like the the polar opposite. You know what I mean? A pitcher who doesn't care versus just the a super emotional hitter.
1: Yeah, the coldest guy on the mound that you could possibly have, and Bob yeah. Gibson. Oh, dude, Uh, easy answer. Give me Bob Gibson against Ronald Acuna Jr. I like that. That. Yeah, that's a great one. Are you kidding me? Because, I mean, I'm I'm putting my money on Bob Gibson. I don't care. But can you imagine if Ronald Acuna was aware of his stature going into an AB and he connects on one? Yeah. And it it goes 445? Nuke. I like
0: that. Those are good.
1: My goodness.
0: It's a good matchups.
1: Yeah. Ooh. Man, I want to see that. Give me Bob Gibson, Ronald Queen Jr. Um, all right. That was fun. But about to have a little bit more fun here. Nolan Ryan's unbreakable record of career strikeouts. Uh, as I like to do for these segments. Before we get into the actual record, going to give a little background as to their Love career it. accomplishments. <clears throat> Do Nolan we have Lyon. Enough time for this. We, I could, I could talk for hours. Full this. episode, yeah, yeah. Like I said, to you before we got on, the dude is a walking, yeah. unbreakable record, for better and for worse, because he he put up some pretty god awful walk numbers too. If we're if we're being <laughs> honest, uh. Career accomplishments for Nolan Ryan. Hall of Famer, eight-time All-Star, 1969 World Series champ, two-time ERA title winner. He accumulated a war of 81.3. He was 324 and 292 in his his career. 319 ERA, 5,386 innings pitched. And the record that I alluded to, 5,714 career strikeouts. Most all-time, obviously. That's why we're talking about it. Also most all-time. Career walks, 2,795. And he had a whip of 1,247. Honestly, one of the most intriguing elements of Nolan Ryan's career to me is the fact that the man pitched in four separate decades.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Are you, Yeah,
1: that doesn't even make sense.
0: It does not.
1: Like you can tell me that he pitched for 27 years, but that that math doesn't math.
0: It does not.
1: How did <laughs> you tell me he pitched for for 40 years? Because that's basically when you tell me he pitched for four decades. That's what that's what I'm hearing. That's I know comes that's, to mind for me. I know that doesn't make sense, but that's what I'm hearing. He, he may as well have because I, I feel like it seemed as though he pitched for 40 years. But he pitched for 27 years, averaged 246 strikeouts for 27 years. Not Good just like Lord. one season. Yeah. Averaged 246 strikeouts for 27 years.
0: I think he what was the top year? It was like 380-something.
1: Dude, it was gross. Uh, where was it? he posted 383 strikeouts in 1973 which stands as the modern era or since 1900 uh stands as a record for that era. The very next year he put up 367 Ks <laughs> which by the way is fourth highest.
0: Imagine if era. fantasy baseball was as big back then.
1: Yeah, maybe yeah. this is the maybe this is the lens that we need to start Voting for Hall of Famers for right? Would you pick this guy up in fantasy? Baseball? Is he your number because one overall pick for, for Nolan Ryan? I'm gonna go ahead and say yeah. He's probably going in the first round. It's Absurd, man. It's absurd. Do you? I you said you had some some nuggets, but I I've got some as well. How do you want to do this? Do you I have non yours?
0: Nolan nuggets. I have other people's nuggets that bleed into if this is ever touchable. So you keep going with your
1: Nolan stuff. All right. Getting into the career record itself. Surpassed the record on April 27th, 1983. He still had 10, similar to Ricky. Like we talked about last episode with his career steals record where he Mm -hmm. was the he was the record for. He's a record holder for more time, for in more his career. time that he played than he than he didn't. Yeah, just That's insane. so weird. April twenty seventh, nineteen eighty three. Nolan Ryan still had ten seasons left when he broke the record. He was going to play for another ten years, which I know sounds crazy, or it's it would sound crazy if it was a different career, but considering he played for 27 years it's like eh, okay i kind of get it but impressive nonetheless yeah um let me see past walter johnson who had 3509 and i i may have i I think i read that it was similar to the pete rose situation with his hits record that there was some confusion or uncertain of when it happened as to when it happened so i i actually think that there was a little bit of uh confusion back and forth on that but as far as we know walter johnson at 3509 um for his career ryan led the league in strikeouts 11 times red led his league 11 times led all of baseball seven times well he reached the 200 strikeout plat plateau in 15 seasons Two more than any anyone else. Randy Johnson ranked second all-time behind Nolan Ryan with 4,875. And if he would have pitched another four years averaging 200 Ks, he still would be behind Ryan. <sighs> we mentioned the 383 strikeouts in 1973. Um, oh, these are always my favorite. This is this is kind of like the Ricky stat that I threw out there last time. I like it for a pitcher making their debut to reach Nolan Ryan's total, they would have to average just over nine point five strikeouts while at while pitching thirty games a year for twenty years,
0: <laughs> which like, will never happen.
1: Like you see those graphics all the time, like throughout throughout a, the course of a regular season, where a pitcher reaches he he notches his tenth strikeout on a given yeah. night on a random Tuesday in July, and you get the graphic ten Ks. What a dominant night for yeah.
0: Cole, whoever. Average that, please. <laughs>
1: for Nine and a years. half strikeouts for twenty years. And you can't Anthony Rendon this. You have to actually play the game. You have to pitch 30 times. You have to make 30 starts for 20 years. You're not touching that. It'll just never
0: happen. And I think my favorite parts of this conversation are like talking about today's velocity and movement. Hello. Nolan did that too. Didn't he? Wasn't he clocked at like ninety eight on his very last pitch that he blew his elbow out? Out like
1: <laughs> the guy. The guy literally threw until his arm fell off. Yeah, yeah. One yeah. of the greatest to ever do it. His records never
0: being touched. It's never going to be touched. You're never going to see pitchers go that long in games anymore. Because if you look at all those years, the dude threw a million innings, two hundred innings. Is like chump change.
1: Do you it's have the joke. nugget about last year? No. Well, you bring that. You bring up a good point. In 1974, Ryan set his career high with 332 and two thirds innings pitched. <laughs> In 2023, Logan Webb led all of baseball with 216 innings pitched. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's never going to happen. We talk about we we praise guys for getting 200 innings four or five times in a career. So they're never. It's never going to be longevity. You're never going to make 30 starts just year over year. It's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. Um, I did more of like today's game with this, just to you know. Obviously, people aren't really like looking up these numbers. As they're listening to this, so we're talking just current guys, current active leaders. Max Scherzer, um, who's currently 11th all-time. Verlander right behind him at 12th. Grankey is in 20th all-time. Kershaw, 21st. Guys who are right there. Um, Wainwright, who just retired, so I crossed him off. Chris Sale and Gary Cole. But I'm looking at this list and I'm like who who's on track to kind of get close and I wanted to look at like younger names because even like Garrett Cole on this list who's 31 32 he's not sniffing anywhere near you know what I mean he may be lucky to get in top 10 so I was like we need a he's name actually 33 it's 33 we need a name who's just really young and like putting up impressive numbers. So I decided Spencer Strider He's 24 years old. Just finished his second year in the league. I do not count his rookie year. I think he only threw like two or three innings his rookie year. So I don't think that even counts. And technically he didn't even have a strikeout in those few innings. So we're good. Um, he has currently 483 career strikeouts in his two years, so that's averaging 241.5 a year. If he was to do that for 15 years, averaging 241 and a half strikeouts a year, puts him a little over 3,600 strikeouts, which is just good enough for seventh all time. This just puts this in perspective. Even though we're in a strikeout era, a home runner bust era, you still need to have longevity. You still need to show up every day, every year, for 20-plus years, which doesn't happen anymore. Guys don't have 20-year careers anymore.
1: This record's not going anywhere. Nolan Ryan was 46 years old <laughs> when his arm inevitably fell off. Uh, Spencer Strider's not throwing until he's. 46. 22 more years. No. Nope. Because yeah, you had me there for a minute and uh, trust me, I'm not, I'm not thinking like, Oh, wait, hold on. Spencer Strider's going to break. He's going to be the guy to do it. I wasn't thinking that, but I was like, okay, this is a, like a compelling case for a guy who's, uh, you know, going to, hopefully for him, maybe one day be in the conversation of top 10, whatever. Yeah. And I say that because I was looking at when Nolan's career finally got really going because although he made his debut for the Mets in 66 at age 19, he only, he only threw three innings and then 67, he had the arm injury. So he he missed the whole year. So he didn't really Make like his true. He didn't really arrive mm-hmm. on the scene until sixty eight when he was twenty one. Yeah, and Spencer Strider, uh, twenty four. Well, broke in he, at twenty two. So, well, yeah, broke in at twenty two. But like you said, that that twenty twenty one year he threw two and a third. Yeah. Uh so you are looking at twenty twenty two. He was twenty three years old. So yeah, I mean, kind of. It's not as jarring as, as if uh nolan would have stayed healthy at age 19 so i mean you're you're really starting his clock at 21 but yeah but that's the thing is
0: that like you stay on this pace for 15 years and you're still 2100 strikeouts short
1: (laughs) (laughs) so that's just silly man come on yeah yeah Every time, every time Nolan Ryan gets brought up, whether it's like a post I see or something like this, where we do like a little bit of a deep dive, I immediately go shopping for like merch. I'm like, all right, I need let to me snag ask you this,
0: dude. And like, we don't need to spend too much time on this, but sure, is he overlooked when when everybody talks about their Mount Rushmore of baseball?
1: Is oh, absolutely. He, is he just forgotten dude, about? Like, dude, I like. I have so, and I've already shared them, but I just love recycling them on Facebook. There's so many mind blowing, just like nuggets about this guy's career. Like we all know. In fact, I put out the one today. Just to show you how dominant this guy was and people, people all the time want to throw out like the. Well, the he he had the most walks. Yeah, he threw for like eighty years. Like, yeah. yeah, you're gonna you're gonna accumulate some walks. I I, I that's yeah. understandable. The one that I put out tonight. You've heard about Nolan Ryan's seven no hitters, but did you know the eight time All Star had five no hitters broken up in the ninth inning? The guy almost had twelve no hitters. <laughs> So, yeah, I'm going to yeah. go ahead and say he's a little overlooked. Yeah. And the fact that he didn't have a single Cy Young, that's a that's lot. Stupid. Stupid. Like, I get it if, if you have to do a, a breakdown of just how, like, detailed his numbers compared to whoever won it in a given year. But, like, at a certain point, when he's been in the league for eight decades, you think, okay, this guy's <laughs> been dominant for – long enough of a stretch just give maybe him the we just, yeah just just slide him one
0: just give him the edge it, just, just a slide little him bit that's uh, too bad
1: let's not make this like a posthumous thing where like he he passes away and then we're like well we're gonna give him a bonus Cy Young award for yeah. the fill in the blank season because of how dominant like let let's let's uh let's give Nolan Ryan his flowers respect. yeah let's give him his flowers while we still can. We we need to stop uh underrating this man cuz the guy was you want to talk about most feared of a of an era. Try like multiple eras. Yeah. The guy he struck out players who then went on to have sons who he then struck out. Like multiple, <laughs> not just one like yeah. it happened multiple times. <laughs> yeah so Uh, go ahead and take that like most feared in a generation thing and times it by like two or three. And then you have Uh, Nolan Ryan. That's that's so good. That's where we're at anyway. All right. That's, that's enough on that. Um, Anything else you wanted to add before we get out of here?
0: No, that's all I got, baby.
1: Yeah. That was fun. Good stuff. What, uh, Eh, no, I'll, I'll save it. you yeah, we'll tease a little bit. Yeah, I was going to say, I'd, I'd rather... We'll just keep it close to the vest. I'll figure it out.
0: Yeah. We I got plenty. I, do. of, I don't think we're going to run low anytime soon.
1: No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Um. Yes, yeah, so we got Rendon, hater Chapman, Hall of Fame. Nolan Ryan.
0: Good stuff. In the books. for 409. Good. Good meat and potatoes type stuff.
1: No fluff. No fluff. Appreciate y'all listening. Uh, Again, we're trying to get to 2K on YouTube. So if you're you're hearing this, if you've been listening to the pod for some time, if you're new, do us a solid. Even if you don't want to watch on YouTube, go subscribe. And we're gonna get to 2K by the end of 2024. And I don't want it to have to come down to like the final days because that, that would just it just be, gets
0: embarrassing at that point.
1: well, it's it's stressful, man. I don't wanna have to be watching the clock in December.
0: Reaching out to people you don't know, putting out flyers on people's car windows. Yeah, street
1: corners, like yeah. <laughs> getting run down by the police. I, I don't I don't need that. We don't we don't just, need that.
0: Just do what you need to do.
1: Just go ahead and take care of that for us and uh Also check out the, check out the merch link is in the bio on our socials. Um, But other than that, we'll, we need to get to a three 0 change it up soon. It's been a minute.
0: We are due. We are due. Let's get that. Let's get that soon.
1: We have a running list. Um, So we'll, we'll get to, we'll get to some soon. Uh, Other than that, I think that's all we got. Sweet. Don't go chasing curveballs. Love you all, and as always, looking forward to talking more baseball with you guys soon. Until next time, stay filthy.